2: Julia's show here on my talk 107 One, everything entertainment well now that we've turned the page to november new prizes up for grabs uh, for listener rewards uh, enter to win a $350 gift card to lunds and Byerly's to help with your holiday grocery shopping plus we've got movie passes for harriet a panera gift card and more uh, just to get yourself registered online at mytalk1071.com. And also, don't forget uh, tomorrow night when you turn in, turn those clocks back an hour. A yeah, good night to go out. Yes. You get, yes. Extra you get that extra, extra hour. get that extra hour.
3: Turn them back. Yay. Okay, so someone we don't hear from very often, at least I don't think she does very many uh, interviews, is Stella McCartney, fashion designer, daughter of Paul and Linda. And, uh, we got a little, uh, the Today Show had a sit down with Stella McCartney. Wonderful. And I mean, she has had her fashion business. She is successful. Yes, yeah, she's very successful. I mean, I think she took over, she's designed for was it for Celine or Chloe. Chloe, yeah. Yes. And then she went out and branched her online. I wouldn't be surprised if her dad gave her a little
1: backing money. You know, a little seed and a a, a, an angel investors. But if you she will. did
3: she didn't just start out with her name brand. She was the head designer and I feel like she kind of turned Chloe around. Yes, she did. And, and then, then- and then someone took over for her that did well with that. I mean, they well, kind of, Phoebe, it was a stepping stone. Phoebe Philo. Philo. Yeah, yeah, Phoebe
1: Philo went to Chloe, and then Phoebe Philo went to Celine. Celine. So there's, yeah, there's the, the whole the connection. circle. Yeah.
3: All right, here we go. Cella uh, McCartney talking about how important it was for her to make a name for herself.
4: It's fun to watch your journey because, you know, of course you were born into this famous family, and you have come out and really made a name for yourself. How important was that to you?
5: Important. You know, I was very aware of of the kind of eye on us as a family unit and also... you know just being prejudged and sort of trying to find my own sense of self within all of that yeah it was really important it it seems like you had a sense of
4: style in your jeans your dad says it started when you were 12 years old with the black jacket which sounds really cool do you still have the suede jacket yeah it's a a
5: fake suede even then i was championing you know animal awareness um i somewhere somewhere it's probably come right back into fashion everything comes around in fashion doesn't it So, of
3: course, and Stella McCartney, famous with her vegan material, vegan shoes, all of that. Of course, Linda McCartney, I mean, they still, you can get, I think her food, her frozen food lines are still available. Really? Yes, I believe so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, they're definitely very vocal. They were early adapters of the vegan I mean, as far as famous people.
1: And they walk the walk. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know what? These are our ethics and we're going to follow through in business.
3: And here she is talking about how she really was ahead of the trend uh, as far as like sustainable, you know, materials and not using fur, not using leather.
4: You actually were ahead of the fashion, ahead of the trend in terms of sustainability, and that's always been important to you. So how are you putting it into
5: practice, and how hard is it to do in the fashion industry? Well, it's hard. Um, it, it isn't easy. I think if it was easy, I think more people would, would come on board with it. Um, I do it in so many ways, my God. I mean, the biggest impact that we have is not using leather or fur or animal glues, but um, and, you know, I don't use PVC, we use, we've just um, spent three years sourcing a rayon that comes from sustainable wood, because rayon is cutting down trees, 150 million you know, a year.
4: Apparently. I read a fact this morning that really yeah. shocked me, that the fashion industry is more responsible for emissions than maritime shipping and international flights combined.
5: Yeah. I was kind of shocked to hear that. We're one of the more harmful industries to the planet, and um, not enough people know it. And so I think I'm trying to make it... Um, I'm trying to make sustainability still stylish, and, stylish and sexy. And you shouldn't notice that I'm wearing an organic jumpsuit or my jeans. You know, my my sneakers aren't made out of leather. You shouldn't sacrifice style for sustainability. But at the same time, we need to get the information through, and we just need to make changes. We can do it.
3: We can do
1: it, and she, she sounded so much like her dad. I know, and she is
3: worth on her own seventy five million dollars. Yeah, she has and made the fashion is, empire. Yeah. That is all from the fashion industry, and I know. I mean, I do think that a lot of younger people are sustainability shoppers, and they are shopping, you know, at Ragstock, Goodrit, or Goodwill Savers. They're not buying brand new, and I think like the H and M and Forever twenty one, that kind of. Fast fashion, people are more aware of it now, and I'm probably slowly getting. Maybe younger people are more aware of it than uh, other older generations, or something. But I know a lot of younger people that are like, oh, yeah, we don't buy anything new.
1: Yeah, well, it is because when you think about the fast fashion supply chain from where it starts where you know and like you're not thinking about oh well where's the glue to my button sourced yeah, and where yeah, is yeah. all this all happening this and, and the labor are practices thinking about it now yeah and you are yeah. because it's like dang we gotta
3: do something yeah not that you know we're buying and sell a mccartney or whatever but she does give a voice to all of that and i think her partnership with adidas has been successful and
4: then of course um this is uh something new that she has done here you're doing another thing that i think is really cool which is you're just announced you made a compression bra you've done some fashions for women who've just had mastectomies it's personal to you you lost your mom
5: to breast cancer why was this important to you well, for exactly that reason. I was with a friend of mine a few years ago and she just had a double mastectomy. And, and it just took me back to, to what I saw my mother go through. And I was like, the double mastectomy rise is so sort of demoralizing mm-hmm. and so unfeminine. And I just thought, God, you're going through all of that. And you, you can't even feel feminine and feel sexy and, like, celebrate your body still. So I designed a double mastectomy bra, which is an organic cotton. And, and my aim, really, with the Stella McCartney Cares Foundation is to basically give everyone that has a d- double mastectomy one free. So we're doing good. We're good on it. How about that? That's great. That's really great.
3: It is so great. Here's let's play the next one. She talks about her mom, Linda McCartney, who was I think what was she forty two
4: when she died? Maybe mid fifties.
3: Okay, was she? She was a little young. Young, 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 young. young, young, young. Okay, you lost
4: your mom too young. Do you ever let yourself think about
5: what she would think if she saw all that you've done and all (gasps) you've accomplished? I don't stop to think about that, really, because I think I just hold that within me all the time. I know that she'd be super proud. You're just doing this to make me cry no, so early. I, just, I, think,
4: I, think about, I think about your mom, well, I told, just told you I grew up in Tucson, and yeah. you, your family had a ranch there, and you've spent some time there, too, and that was special time with your mom yeah. she loved
5: the west and loved the outdoors yeah and you know it's funny coming here and being in new york you know she was a new yorker so it's great and i think about her every day i mean she's in me and i see her in my kids and i think that in a sense i'm sort of here trying to carry on what she you know what she left behind
3: Oh, yeah. that's lovely. I know, mm-hmm. and, and Linda was 56. uh so, really, oh, 56. 56 well, when she man. died. But I mean, my gosh, she and Paul, I mean, think about it. She married him in 1969, and yeah. they stayed together until... They really had mad love for each other. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then he did what many of us do and did the disaster rebound oh, marriage to Heather. the second person, Heather. Oh. And then waited after he got out of that, took some time, maybe it did some therapy like I did. And then you meet the third time. A and then you're just like, we're good.
1: We're and then he down. married
3: somebody that was, you know, in her fifties in her own success, Nancy Chevelle. Yes. And
1: was not interested in Paul McCartney as a Beatle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, well, here's he didn't this guy. do
3: the thing where oh, I'm going to get together with the 22 year old or 30 year old or whatever. Yeah, and he wanted to be with someone who didn't want to have kids. Come yes. on, he did know that. Well, because he had a kid with Heather. Yeah, yes, he was not going to do that again. No, no, no. All right, here's uh, Stella McCartney talking about her uh, dad, Paul.
4: Can you believe I've gotten this far? I haven't actually mentioned your dad, who <laughs> is the most famous McCartney. We have to admit he was just in the front row of your fashion show yeah. not long ago. Yeah, he's a good front rower. He is. (laughs) Your dad actually just wrote a children's book about being a grand dude. Yeah. You've got four kids. My son Beckett came up with that name. It's so good. I love (laughs) it. Does he call him grand dude? Yeah, they all call him grand dude. What kind of grand dude is he? He is a grand dude. He's like like maybe the ultimate. He could be more appropriate. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Does he, uh, he he plays with the kids a lot. I mean, your kids are older now.
5: Yeah, no, he's good. He comes. He, no, he's a great grandpa. Yeah. I mean, he's also a rock star, so it's hard to pin him down. But, <laughs> but when he's around, he's he's great. I love that the grand dude. The grand he grand did dude. write a uh, children's yeah. book. Yeah, he hey, grand dude. I love
1: listening to Stella McCartney because you can hear her dad in her man, the inflections in yes. her voice, and oh. just you can you sense that. And that also that she really. Loves her family and that yeah. she wants to do good by them. And yeah. she stands by what she believes in, in the world of fashion. And I'm a total fan. Yeah. I can't buy the $5,000 dress right, that I, I really like on her website. But, you know, yeah. tip of the hat to you, Stella. And,
3: and uh, yeah, it was just kind of fun to to see her because we don't see her very often. And, yeah, the Linda McCartney, that v- vegan line is still out there. It got, it got sold to Heinz. It's kind of moved around. But the McCartney family is involved with it. Cool. And it's that. considered cool. one of the most successful celebrity, you know, like food. Paul Newman is probably the most successful.
2: Newman's own. spaghetti sauce. But Linda
3: McCartney is right, right up there oh. with her, the vegetarian meals that they have. Okay. Cool. So uh, Demi Moore showed up at Jada Pinkett's Red Table Talk. Oh, boy. To talk about her amazing book, which is called Inside Out, I really, really enjoyed that book. And anyway, but her daughters joined her, and uh, Rumor Scout and Tallulah, yeah, they joined her, and uh, they talked about when you know she
1: got wasted at a party and they called. well, she almost died. Demi Moore, I feel like, almost died at that party. It was, and they kind of kept it under wraps when it happened.
3: Yeah. Well, Tallulah to, to said it was like the sun went down and like a monster came out. There was so much anxiety. And yeah, they kind of,
2: uh, um, it's been tough to see here. I'm going through that. Mom, yeah, yeah, well, and she'd been oh. sober for for such a long time. Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. so that's
3: making some headlines today. Uh, the shining twins, you know, they were spo- they were uh, copied by Megan McCain and Joy Behar Complaint yesterday. With and Joy <laughs> said, uh, "I don't think I've ever looked so ugly on TV." Uh, dressed in the blue dress with the bad wig and the bow, but the two real life sisters who yeah. played that. Donnie just posted them. If you want to see what yeah, the grown it was up fun version, to, uh,
2: you know, hear them talking about. We were naturally spooky, <laughs> he said when they were twelve years old, born for the role. When they, when they did the, uh, but they worked on saying things in unison and you know stuff like that. But they also said that they were they had to be escorted all the time.
3: Yeah, they're now. F-
2: this is a my talk dirt alert.
1: All right, Holly, what kind
2: of dirt right. are we going to talk
3: about today? Let's start
1: with a little celebrity justice news. Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo Giannulli have pleaded not guilty to further bribery charges in the college admission scandal. So, the this is regarding the Additional charges. Additional charges. So they've already been charged, but these were those additional charges we talked about filed on October 22nd. And these were for conspiracy to commit federal program bribery. And these were seven months after the initial charges were set. So that means that they're moving forward in as much as like they're not negotiating for a plea deal. There's... Mountains of evidence against
3: them, including the guy they gave gobs of money to, turning on them and taping them. And they're in so much legal crap. I mean, he's given up everything. Yeah. Uh, A lot of evidence points in the exact opposite direction of innocent with these two. It now seems like. Uh, they just decide to go all in,
1: I guess. They're going all in on this. Mm-hmm. You're right, Lori. I mean, I'm not an attorney. I don't even pretend to play yeah. one on TV. But it's pretty obvious that Lori Laughlin and Massimo Gianulli are probably going to be serving some time behind bars. And But they must think they're going to be found innocent at trial. But yep. I guess they
3: don't, like,
1: I don't I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen. I wonder
3: what would happen if they'd been like Felicity and... Pled guilt, you know, put their hands up a long time ago. Yeah. At first on this whole thing, because... They might
2: have gotten, what, Holly, three, four months maybe in jail? Maybe. Like maybe. Because, and paid a fine. They would have got out early. Yeah, and, because
1: keeping in mind, Lori uh, Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli are facing much more severe... Oh,
2: yes. Uh, and
1: Rick Singer, the guy... This episode is
0: brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
3: arranged all this he's already pled guilty and turned evidence against all these people Mm -hmm. so all the goods he has on these two yeah the prosecutor has i i I don't understand and this is all weird because guess who's on the front cover of people magazine
1: well Mm flori Laughlin, hello i mean her pr people are out in full force when you click on people.com and you look at the oh, subheading of the yeah. college admission scandal. It's a photograph of Lori Laughlin and her two daughters standing there. So this is, they have created it as their story. This is I Lori Laughlin's biggest starring role is in her own life and her PR firm oh. is leveraging that. Now, to remind everyone, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Gianulli are facing serious charges of money laundering, which carry a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. So, I mean, (laughs) just a bunch of
3: rich people trying to game the system, but it just seems like
1: there's a mountain evidence against them. Ah, Just the whole doubling down by them. Woof. All right. Let's move on to Leonardo DiCaprio. He met climate activist Greta Thunberg on So They Met. And apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio is calling her a leader of our time. Yeah. They met on Greta's tour of North America and agreed to support one another. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, a climate activist himself, and uh, he said that, you know, we're going to stand and support each other. Oh, I love that, Greta. Yes. Yeah, she's
2: something
1: else. She is something else. Yes. It really is. There's a picture of the two of them together hanging out, smiling and uh, talking about how we can uh, save the planet. And the year striking, you know, every Friday. Yes. Young people. Yes. And all Jane over. Fonda was arrested once again because she is doing that every Friday. every Friday. And she got arrested. And I believe that now Jane Fonda is starting to bring celebrity friends with her. Uh, Rosanna Arquette and Catherine Keener were there. And
3: Ted Danson got arrested. There's a famous person with her Sam Waterston. Watterson, Ted
1: Danson. Yeah, James uh, Cromwell
2: pretty- was arrested too for about something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is all a part of the initiative called Fire Drill Fridays. And so that is how people are raising awareness of climate change, yes. I mean, Jane Fonda, greatest of all time,
3: (laughs) truly. Some people still hate her, though, for the Vietnam sitting on the northern...
2: They do. uh, They've never forgiven her. They've
3: never forgiven her. It's like, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she is like, she regrets it, I'm so, you know, da-da-da. It's like she... It's like, sometimes... Like a woman will not be forgiven for standing up, whether you agree with her or not. It feels like the dial for forgiveness leans more towards will forgive guys Mm -hmm. than women. It just feels that way Uh, because it's kind of like, how dare
1: you, woman? I think that your intuition is mm, correct yeah. on that one, Lori. Now, if you would like to see Jane Fonda's apology and her explanation of everything, I would guide you to the documentary about Jane Fonda on HBO. It was so good. It was so That's good. Five acts? A Life in Five f- Acts? Vax, yeah, I think yeah. That, was, so that was really good. I implore you maybe to go and check that one out. Uh, a celebrity breakup happening this afternoon, conveniently, on a Friday evening. Solange yes. Knowles and Alan Ferguson announcing that they are separating after five years of marriage. Huh,
3: you know what i'm not surprised
1: yeah wasn't he an older guy
3: you yeah, know i don't like maybe 12 yeah. 15 years older than she
1: was a little bit now solange i just remember she had like a did you get married in a jumpsuit She did get married in a jumpsuit. And it was really cute. And they rode bicycles together in New Orleans. Yes, It was was very delightful. Uh, But Solange wrote a very long-winded explanation of herself on social media. Anything we can Hollywood speak? Well, here's what she wrote. Part of what Solange wrote is she said, The past two years have brought me more physical and spiritual transition and evolution than ever before. My body left me with no choice but to listen and to be still. And within that stillness, I began my journey in confronting my worst enemy, fear. Okay,
3: he's 56 (laughs) years old. Oh, there you go. She's 33 years old. That would make him 23 years her senior. That's what she (laughs) found out, is she does not want to be married to somebody that age she's not ready to be in her
1: 50s that's what all of that means she listened to her body and it was that of a 30 something right (laughs) and she's
3: like i and you know maybe he maybe he like doesn't want to have kids or maybe she doesn't want to have kids and he wanted to have kids but at the end of the day because
1: doesn't she have a kid? Yes, she has a child. child and I yeah. believe that her child is fairly old because she had her kid when she was really Yum, young. Right? Um, I don't know the age. He's a music video director. That's what this guy does. Mm-hmm. I'm
3: fine with it. I'm ready for Solange to be with somebody hot. Yes. Her kid <laughs> is um, Let's. Fif- Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So she has a fifteen year old, so yeah. And she has been dating him since she was like twenty five or twenty four. Oh set yourself free, Solange. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it's kind of out. like what happened with Miranda Lambert. She yeah. got together with Blake Shelton. She was twenty one, he was thirty three or whatever, and then she got to be thirty and she's like, uh oh, no. It was hot and
1: fun, while hot it and fun, but like it was
3: just, you know, the yeah, mm-hmm, this yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. Solange I'm glad you're feeling good about it based on her little insta post. Yes. Yes.
1: You're feeling good in your body yeah. salon. And in that, we feel good for you. That's
3: right. All right. We've got
1: uh, Donnie will update us
3: on the traffic, and then we get some weekend picks for you.
2: All right. This traffic brought to you by your Hyundai dealer. Uh, oh, what is going on here?
3: Thanks for a little Celine Dion as people are heading downtown for Celine Dion tonight at the Target Center. Celine. Celine. I'm going to go first with the music since no. i play yes, that. So, please. of course, Celine Dion is at the Target Center tonight across the street from the Target Center. Uh, Center um, it's an all-ages show. This former K-pop star, Tiffany Young, is playing at First Avenue. That was uh, Chris Riemann Schneider. Pick and uh, Davina and the Vagabonds are at Olebski's. They are always so much fun to dance to. And then Mick Sterling is at Kerner's tonight. So a lot of a lot of stuff going on uh tomorrow night. There's a fun band called Without a Net at that little jewel in Golden Valley, Shuler's Tavern, if you've never been. It is a great Great little.
2: Is it without a net, like yeah. the woman's name? Yeah, without okay. a net. Without yeah. a net.
3: All right. Yeah, I know it sounds like without a net, <laughs> right. but it's yes. without a net. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Geneva Magnus is at the Dakota and she played at the Bayfront Blues Fest a few years ago. She's just amazing singer, plays guitar, just hard rock, but she's taking on, she's doing all John Fogarty songs. Oh, cool. Yeah. And she's amazing. Uh, don't forget to turn your clocks back an hour tomorrow night. Yep. And then. Um, Sunday at the Cedar Cultural Center, if you're in the mood for a jazzy love song night, uh, Rachel and Vilray are playing a 6 o'clock show, and uh, it's Rachel Price of Lake Street Dive, that band. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that'd be my, I guess, my hipster pick for the weekend. Oh. Lovely.
1: All right, there you go. Okay, Holly, what do you got? Uh, I'm just going to let everyone know that it's a holiday grab bag. This weekend, if you still want to celebrate Halloween, there are oh, plenty are there of places. There are tons of oh. parties this weekend. There's stuff tonight. There's stuff tomorrow night. Like, you could go to the Norseman's Halloween Extravaganza. Brits is having their 29th anniversary bash and Halloween special. And then if you're like, oh, well, I'm done with that. I'm going to move on. You There are plenty of, like, holiday things that are going on, too. Holiday uh, markets are starting. So it's like we're in this weird yeah. transition. But are most phase. of the haunted
3: houses and stuff going one more weekend? Do you I, think like oh gosh, Trail of Terror and the I, Haunted Hayride and I stuff? Would I would think so, too. Yeah. One more, Get one more weekend out of it, you yes. know? all Might right as well, yeah. Yeah, Danny,
2: yeah. what you got? Uh kind of a quiet week, but uh, I am enjoying. it. Watch the first two episodes since you can't binge on Hulu, which is fine by me. Of uh, of Castle Rock season number two, is
3: it good, Danny? It,
2: uh, it is good. There's a lot of strange. Is things. Is it completely
3: different? Like completely. If, like if Casey didn't like the first season, maybe you like nothing
2: to do. I okay. mean, other than the fact that they're in Maine, uh, it's got nothing to do with the first season at all. Is
3: Bill Skarsgård in it?
2: I don't believe he is in this one. Okay, but uh, Tim Robbins is in it and uh... lizzie kaplan who we saw in masters of sex and as lawyer likes to point out we saw a lot of her in masters
1: of sex
3: oh, did we ever?
2: <laughs> she's in it and she's uh... she's playing a, a character whose name might be familiar to stephen king fans annie wilkes who of course was the protagonist in misery but is that really her name and there's a lot of strange things going on she uncovers lots of weird stuff going on and she's weird herself so uh, check out uh, season two of Castle Rock. The first two episodes have aired so far on Hulu. All
3: right. All right. Cool. There you. Okay, are we ready for some pickup lines, you guys? Oh, my we? They were so bad oh, last we. week. <laughs> I when can't they're
2: remember. bad, they're good.
3: Huh? When they're bad, they're good. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I even had a couple of people tweet me saying it was just like the most painful one I'd ever done. Oh, no. Re- surely it wasn't. That really, really can... Um... What was the topic? I don't know. Even... Donnie, I what did you do last week? I feel like it was um
2: <laughs> if I blacked it out. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it we, doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, you know what I feel like we did? We did I can't even remember, maybe baseball. Anyway, I thought I would do Canadian pickup lines in honor of Celine Dion. Does that make any sense at all? Of yeah, course. because she's from Canada. Yeah. Hello. So of course the easiest one right off the top of your head is Are You a Maple Tree? Because I'd tap that. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Is it? Yeah, like but it. they have them organized by territory. So Saskatchewan, by Roberts, you have yeah, <laughs> a So Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec. Selena's from Quebec, right? We should yeah. start there. We mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, you're a poutine.
2: Oh, okay. I see what you did yeah. there. Yeah, that yeah. was cute. Yeah, but, you guys
3: get it. I yes. get it. Yeah, poutine. Yeah, get
1: poutine. T
3: no. number thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Quebec wants to ban pit bulls, except for the one in your pants. <laughs> what? what the hell what? is that? What a picket line. That's a picket in Quebec. <laughs> if you're from Quebec, my feelings for you are Montreal. Get it, Mon- Montreal. Uh.
2: Uh.
3: How about this one? I don't even know if I can say this. Oh. you got beauty like Petit Champlain and curves like Bohame.
2: Okay, could you do it did without she, the accent?
1: But did she... What? Well, we didn't have to hit the dumb button, right? So no, that's fine. No.
3: <laughs> do like Theodore Tugboat and Doug. I'm
1: I feel like, like Celine. something dirty no, I'm talking like Celine. I'm oh. trying to be yeah. like okay. Celine. Oh, okay. Maybe you okay. shouldn't.
3: I do like... <laughs> Theodore, tugboat, tug Okay, here's Theodore, another one. Tug, you
2: sound like Natasha. Okay. <laughs> when you do she, everything she boring. does ends up like Natasha.
3: <laughs> I know a place that serves the best doner. My pants. The best what? Doner kebab. Oh, Let me explain that to okay, you. Okay, please. Doner, right? Oh, yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, how about this one? This one maybe is like for everybody. A fiddle isn't the only thing. My fingers know the way around. Oh, <laughs> That. that one that oh. is good. Come on, people. Jeez. All right, I'm moving to Prince Edward Island. Oh, um, hot Anne of Green Gables, more like Anne of Green Bables.
1: Oh, right, uh, that's rough. That's okay. rough. Uh, we
3: go to Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Okay. Newfoundland. <laughs>
5: <Fun-land>.
2: <laughs> that's where you go to have fun, Newfoundland.
3: <laughs> Check out the new ride. I always say that name around. How do you call it? Newfoundland. Newfoundland.
2: Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland. You're yes. a beluga
3: in the Sea of Cod. Apparently, it's nothing but fish up there. Which is why I've never been to this place. That sounds terribly dirty, so we'll You're move a beluga on. In a safe place. I want you for myself like Newfoundland has its own time zone. So. Well,
2: they do, actually. They're on Atlantic time. They do? Yeah, an hour ahead All right, this Two one can be for
3: everybody. You don't have to be
2: from Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland, Newfoundland. not Newfoundland. New. Newfoundland, Newfoundland.
3: Okay. Can I slide my iceberg into your alley? <laughs> yeah. it, okay. Where? What did she say Into your alley.
4: In <laughs> your alley. Alley.
3: You
4: know, I sense. Adds,
3: it doesn't, but it sounds dirty, <laughs> but we don't know why. These are good pickup lines, oh. people. Can I explore your <laughs> northwest passage? <laughs> that's a- dirty. I like, that. <laughs> that's, yeah, I like <laughs> that's that. That's a territory. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um you can check out my Klondike anytime.
2: So you're I'm just worried. laughing at stuff that doesn't make any sense. Oh, oh.
3: So my you know what they say about guys with big snowshoes, right?
2: Like, yeah. I'm big like, snow
3: pants. Well, let's oh, see. Do we have any British Yeah, Colu- I do. British Columbia Anything? British Hits. Columbia. Yeah, what it's do you mean for British? You're Columbia. like a BC fairy. Everyone wants to get on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: I like that one.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and let's go to Alberta. Once you've had Alberta beef, you'll never go back. Okay. Oh. And those are some pretty nice Rocky Mountains you got there, lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh.
2: Did you skip Saskatchewan?
3: I did. Will you help me erect my totem pole? Or the old, I want to Winnipeg your Regina. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Gosh, we're done. We're done. <laughs> There it is. Go for I it. I love that last and one. use that one. I'm going your vagina. That is good. <laughs> that gets a tweet. Uh, All right. Okay. Listen, we'll be right
1: back. Bye. Oh.
2: Maybe she'll sing it tonight.
3: Oh, Donnie, (laughs) I'm going to be all emotional at this concert. Who are you going with, by the way? I'm going with my girlfriend.
2: Okay. Oh, right here.
3: Here it comes. Here we go.
1: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Snapple.
3: Perfect song with the perfect movie. Oh, uh, they yes, just go together. It, so
2: I agree there. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. that was a good Halloween costume when your my girlfriend went. They built some kind of a plank, just as, like they were on the like they just had in front oh. of them that they would put down, and she was dressed like uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo, and they would put it down and they would do the pose and play the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, yes. isn't it? Oh my gosh. Okay, Deb um, Smith. Yeah, let's hear Sam okay. Smith. Okay, so he is covering Donna Summer. I couldn't figure out why Donna Summer was trending and it is so weird Target is using the Donna Summer orgasm song Love to Love You Baby in a Target ad. Have you seen it? No. no. Love to love you baby. Oh, wow. No, the I mean, song. The yeah. no the song and their Target I'm like okay Somebody doesn't know that that's the orgasm on a summer song, but I love it. It's, you know, Target always has such great ads and the great music. But the first time I saw it, I was just like. Hmm. oh that's, <laughs> that's interesting the family's walking in the door the dog is in this ad and there's donna summer orgasmically <laughs> but, and it's more than i mean i was just okay. like okay i thought somebody's in charge who doesn't know that no. song really so it's a little awkward because it you're was like, kind Ooh. of like the first time we heard the prince song let's go crazy with the visa ad
2: oh yeah well because that they would actually license his music
3: license it and then the messaging of let's go crazy with the credit credit card card, you know it's just like whoa okay but here's sam smith um so we're going to clear out all the halloween cobwebs because he uh dropped a surprise cover of donna summer's 1977 disco pop classic i feel love here we go That's Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. Is
2: that this like is her? the
3: orgasm song.
2: No, it isn't. Oh, it no,
3: isn't? This is I Feel Love. Oh. But isn't it Moni? like I Feel Love? still hot. I, then I think this is the one in the Target ad.
2: Oh, okay. I Feel Love.
3: I think I'm confused. I guess I always thought this was also an orgasm song. Uh, well,
2: Bye. Man, he's got a high voice.
3: Doesn't he? This is the version in the, target, the target ad. Oh, that's yeah. how I feel okay. That's, that's a little better love. than that's Love dead. to Love, okay, TV, yeah, yeah. But it's good, right? And I always thought it was kind of maybe it's because I was always grinding up against a boy <laughs> at the at the Ore House and the Disco in Superior, and this was a staple. Well, this is a hot song. It was. I a, feel love is a hot. song. It's a hot song, and maybe so. It's me, not you, Target. <laughs>
2: You're oh, that's a surprise! Wow,
3: yeah, I know it. <laughs> Planting in
1: those horny uh, subtexts, you know. See, things. that was
3: so fun to be in like a senior in high school and go to discos. I really feel bad that kids don't have that experience. And even they,
2: I went to discos.
3: Everybody went to discos until everybody got all worked up and said,
1: no, we can't have kids go to clubs until they're 21. Oh. oh, we used to go in high school and sneak in to the 18 plus places here yeah. in Minneapolis. And like, how much fun was it? To, all you cared about was dancing and looking cute. Yeah, we'd go to, there was a place called Tropics. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Went there. I, yes. I Used my sister's driver's okay, license good. to get into there because it, she's a little older than me, but... But it was just, you just wanted to go and dance and, and be cute with your friends. And- yeah, and
3: I think the drinking age in Superior was like 18. And we would just put on lipstick. We weren't even drinking. We
1: Well, that's what I mean, we 18 simply, plus.
3: Well, I mean, they had, you could. It was drinking age was 18 there and you wow. could get in. But we weren't even, the idea was to go and look good and find hot guys to dance with. Well,
1: that's all you wanted yeah. to do. And also, I think the, the excitement of meeting new people who are not in your social circles that at, you would at, at, at high school because it would
3: be all over it was superior so it was college right you know it was UMD kids it was UWS kids it was kids from other high schools gosh are
1: there any places around anymore where kids can go and dance well i mean not i mean like if it's
3: an all-ages show then yeah that's yeah. that's they might be going to first ave tonight first with the all avenue Age or you know stuff like that but that's why i always i always think that a little bit of the stunting of like young people has to do with the fact that they don't they they are denied the opportunity to go out mm-hmm. like other really? generations mm-hmm. okay. and be able to go out yeah. and like dance and socialize and you know learn how to flirt with the opposite sex or the same sex it's just kind of infantile, how do you say it? Infantilized? I mean, yeah, yes. but by making you wait till 21, and then you're really just going crazy at house parties. Oh, gosh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. One of my
2: favorites was uh, in downtown St. Paul, it was called the Oz.
3: I know, oh, Johnny. I went there
2: many, many times. You had to go down the stairs to the Oz. It was. I think
3: I only went there once, because oh, I, I lived in Minneapolis, and I lived in Uptown, and that yeah. was just way too far to go, because we had other dance places. Yeah. I mean, Williams had a dance Thing in Uptown, oh the Peanut Place, the Peanut, yeah. I mean, there, there's less and less dancing places. Even this place called like Esteban's, like it was on 10394. I remember it. a Mexican restaurant, yes. but they had a light up disco dance floor. I there, there. A million places I on was 494. There. Oh yeah,
2: when there, there was, was just Highway more 12. dancing, I guess. Yeah.
3: And dancing's fun. Yeah, it it's really very is. underrated. It really right is. Now. Anyway, Gwen Stefani, she's uh, covering the. December issue of Shape Magazine and I love this little tidbit that I found out about her she and Blake play tennis and Gwen used to go to tennis matches with her husband uh, Gavin Rossdale who used to be good buddies with Roger Federer and his wife and then when he and Gwen broke up then I don't see them together But anyway, uh, here we go. uh, Anyway, I like knowing that those two play tennis. And it's time to sing. We're singing this because the guy who created Partridge Family died this week, Bernard. I'm
1: sleeping and right in the middle of a good dream. And all at once I wake up from something that keeps knocking at my brain
3: before I go.